Hey guys, welcome back to Two Bookworms. One podcast. The Book Club podcast where best friends talk about books. I'm Cameron. And I'm Lacey. And it's our talkie set this week, and we're answering your questions. Yes. Well, before we start answering your questions, let's do our suck and sweet for the week. Lacey, what was your suck? My suck is my sinuses have been dragged up the past few days, oh. and so has my back. Oh, don't know your back. Huh? I don't know. It just hurts every now and then. Well, I wonder if there's like bad weather coming. I don't know. Or maybe it's going to be <laughs> a little cooler than it usually is. Yeah. No complaints there, though. Mm-mm. Not Feels at amazing. all. Well, that sucks. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> um, so my suck for the week is we are re-recording this. Because I lost the original audio from your house last weekend. No. <sighs> but it happens. Sorry. It does happen. Um, it's never happened before. <laughs> First time for happen. everything. First time for everything. And, um, yeah, so don't remember what my second sleep for last week was. So I have all new ones. Um, what is your sleep for the week? I am employee of the month. Oh, that's awesome. When did you find that out? Last week. I think it was Wednesday. I got me a little $25 Amazon gift card. Okay. Well, that's awesome. So, like, um, is is this, I forgot what I was going to be like, um, so for like how long? But then it's like okay for the month. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Have you ever gotten it before? No, this is just something new they're doing. This is the second time they've done it so far. Gotcha. Well, that's cool. That's exciting. It feels good to be rewarded. Yes. So does that mean you're like the most efficient, or like the most accurate, or? Uh, you know, I don't know what their parameters are. <laughs> as long like, as they keep I giving can. me free gifts, <laughs> I'll keep doing what I'm doing. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, so my job does this thing where you'll get like a monetary award, kind of like a gift card, but they just direct deposit it into your account. Um, but usually they like make a big deal about it. Like they'll present, they'll present it like during a meeting or something and they'll say, Oh, you know, so-and-so did this. So, you know, here's why you're getting this. Well, I just got like a random $50 in my account Friday and it wasn't payday. (laughs) I was like, I wonder if that's what it's for. And no one said anything. Like I would think. Someone would have said, like, it doesn't have to be from your supervisor. Like, it could be from anyone in the company. But I'm like, I would have thought someone would have said something maybe to me about it. Thought, or maybe, like, it hit faster than what the meeting was supposed to be or something because the holiday, that you know? Could that could be. And my supervisor has been um, out of the office. So, yeah. Maybe I'll find out this week. But, yeah. Okay. So, my suite for the week. Topo Chico came out with their hard seltzer, and it is so freaking good. It's probably the best, uh, like, hard seltzer I've had. Ooh. Like, out of Truly and out of White Claw, because it, like, you know, like, the White Claws have, like, a hint of a flavor, but this has, like, a like a full flavor, but it's still, you know, like, low-cal, and it's just, like, drinking one of their flavored Topo waters. Like, have you ever had the lime or the grapefruit or whatever? No, I'm not big on seltzers. Oh, God. Dude, they're so good. I'll have to bring you one to try. Um, Not an ad, by the way. I just really love Topo Chico, like, so much. But, yeah, um, there was, there's, like, maybe there was five flavors in there. There's, like, strawberry guava, pineapple, oh. I'm drinking lime. There was a mango, but the mango was really nasty because it was, like, mango mixed with coconut. That oh. one's really gross. But the other ones are really good. 
I'm drinking the lemon, the tangy lemon wine. I'll bring you one um, when I come to your house this weekend. Okay. Cool, cool. Okay. So for the past few weeks, um, you guys, our listeners, have been sending in your questions because we felt like we never really did like a proper get to know us kind of thing. And we didn't want you to be like, who are these chicks that I listen to every week? I don't know anything about them. So we're going to answer your questions, the good and the bad and the ugly right now. Okay. I also apologize because when I, um, when we recorded this at Lacey's house last week and we were done, I deleted them. Like I had written them down, but I deleted like who they were from. Some of, I have who some of them are from. I do not have who the other ones are from. So I'm sorry if I don't say your name. I'm sorry, but we'll answer your question. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. All right. First question. This is from Kelly, a.k.a. at Booked Bandit. How did you guys become friends? She liked my twerking skills. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you tell your version first, and then I'll say what I remember. So all I remember is coming home one weekend from like my grandma's or somewhere I was away and I walk in and mom's like some girl was looking for you and I'm like well who and she's like I don't know <laughs> like, okay well do you know where and she's like yeah across the street so I like peek outside and there's this like girl standing like behind this little side tree you remember you had that little piece of a tree over on it was my right hand side your left hand side before your dad got it removed <laughs> Oh, I do remember that. You were just standing there peeking around. I was like, okay. So I go over and that was just it. (laughs) Yeah, so we were like five. And um, my parents had joint custody. So I went to my dad's house on the weekends. And Lacey lived across the street from my dad's house. And my older cousin and your older brother playing together because at the time my aunt and my dad lived together and so she would have my cousin the same weekends my dad would have me and um he was a real jerk to me and so my dad was like okay well you should probably find someone like your age to play with it might be like more enjoyable for you and um I was like well I don't know anyone over here and he's like well you know there's a little girl that lives across the street that's so-and-so's little sister and um I was like how old is she and they're like I don't know your age so I wanted to play and I went over there and you were gone the one weekend I was there but then you came home and I was like standing in my backyard doing something and then all of a sudden I remember you like coming through the gate and you're like hey uh, your dad told me to just go ahead and come on back here And uh, the rest is history. We've been, that was, what, 27 years ago? Something. Something like that. It's crazy. Um, And then it's cool because, like, Steve asked the other day, because I mentioned something about you and my mom. And he was like, wait, so Lacey, like, went to your mom's house? And I was like, yeah, if we were having a sleepover or something. And my mom's like, who do you want to invite? I'm like, well, I want to invite Lacey. She's my best friend. So my mom would drive, and I mean, it wasn't close. It was probably like, what, 30 minutes away? She would drive to pick you up, and or your mom would bring you out. And I mean, it was close, but it wasn't that close. I don't even think it was 30 yeah. minutes. I think it was probably maybe like 20. Yeah. Yeah, with no traffic. So yeah, so, I mean, Lacey's in the majority of my favorite childhood memories, so she's kind of like a sibling. Um. Our families know each other very well. They know me. My family knows her. I mean, you know, even now as an adult, I come over and eat with your family, and it's like just like it was mm-hmm. 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your mom was even saying something the other day about something we did when we were kids. <laughs> so we go, we go way, way back. Way back. Yeah. That's how we met. Okay. Next question. So this is from the, um, it's at the Desperate Bookwise. I think we've talked about them before. There's two of them. So they're best friends, just like us. 
And they sent in three questions. So the first one is, what's your all-time favorite book or your go-to book recommendation? We talk about this all the time. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you guys listen to us, you know. You know. Do we have to say it? (laughs) (laughs) Sookie Stackhouse. We'll say it. We'll say it. it. It's the Sookie Stackhouse series by Charlene Harris. It's like a summer read every summer. Yeah, every summer. I also, like now that I'm a grown woman, when someone asks me that, I take into consideration, I'm like, okay, well, what are you looking for? Are you looking for a rom-com? Are you looking for a mystery? Because before, I would just be like, oh, yeah, you should read this, you should read this. But not everyone likes the same things that mm-hmm. we like or whatever. So I, I do ask. I'm like, what are you looking for? Um, but, yeah, I would recommend Slicky. Um <laughs> Looking behind me on my shelf. I really love the Fever series by Karen Marie Moaning. One of these days, I'm going to get Lacey to read it. Um, no, that she would really, really like it. it. I think I've got one of them, but I haven't finished oh. getting the rest. I got them at the half price book sale. <gasps> Maybe we should have like an oldies but goodies month, and then we'll pick like older books. Ooh. That's a good idea. Um, yeah, I would recommend that. Um, With some new stuff from our podcast. I mean, I would recommend In a Holidays, Clown in a Cornfield. Touch of Darkness. Yes. Oh, God, yes. Um, I've actually had a few people, so on my Bumble BFF journey, I've had a few people tell me um, or ask me, like, hey, you know, what should I read? I'm like, go look at our, go look at my Goodreads. So I would say that also to listeners. Go look at our Goodreads because. We're always updating, you know, like what we want to read or things that we have read. I don't do like full on reviews, but I'll put stars or something. Yeah, yeah, like I put stars. I don't put a full on review. But yeah, so go to Goodreads. So, all right, next question. Also from Definite Bookwise. What's your reading goal for the year? I think I had, it was really low. Speaking of good reads, we're going to good reads. I know. I just <laughs> pulling mine up. <laughs> All right. Well, I have mine up. So mine last year, because I'm gonna tell you why I picked what I picked. Um, last year, I I think my goal was 40 books, and I read 70. So when I set my goal this year, I was like, well, I'm also gonna be taking classes full time. So I wanted to be very like conservative and I made a goal of 45 books but I'm already at 32 (laughs) Uh, so we'll see what's what's yours so last year I don't remember what it was I know it was really low because we only started like towards the end of the year and I didn't set it till then Mm -hmm. this year I still set it kind of low I probably undershot it because I set it at 30 and I'm already at six. Okay. So, 24, and we have how many months left? Nine? Mm-hmm. I'll hit mine because so I'm also reading yeah, an extra book in between will. ours this week. And then I'm oh. going to read an extra book in between ours next week. I've got a Look whole stack of my TBRs that came in from Amazon. Oh, well. I um, have not read anything since our last book. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You've been busy. We have reversed roles. <laughs> well, what did, what's in your uh, TV Red stack over there? So, let me get a little closer. Across the room. Uh, right now, I'm reading Touch of Red. Are you liking it? Yes. Yeah, she's a little whiny, but you know. Yeah, I. She does get a little whiny, like Scarlet. I love you. She Persephone does get a little whiny in that book, and I kind of got beat down for a little bit, but it's okay because you're gonna you're gonna get past it, and it's gonna yeah. take yeah. up your absolutely. There you go. Okay, so my TBR is I've got the Marriage Game by Sarah Desai. Okay. I have the dating one. Oh. I've also got, this is the first book in a series, uh, A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss. Yes. Oh, my God. That's on my list, too. I want to read it. 
Also got Later by Stephen King. Right, is that new? Mm-hmm. It's new. It's part of his... Um, he's got, like, this new cover kind of series, like um, Hard Case Crime and mm-hmm. this little Hard Case Crime series. Um, so I wanted to give it a go. And then, oh. last but not least, I've also got Win by Harlan Corbin. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, I lost my question. So these are just kind of the ones that I don't know who asked them. I'm sorry. How do you like to spend your weekend? Partying or sleeping? Oh, sleeping. Sleeping. Who parties at our age anymore? (laughs) Who has the energy? Many years (laughs) No, I'd be like, oh, I'm ready to party. But now I'm like, I'm ready to go to sleep. Um, I look forward to the weekends because I can sleep in. And stay up. I I really like staying up late. I'm a night owl. You know, I used to be, and I still really naturally want to be, but I have to make myself get up or I feel like I waste the day. That is true. I like staying up late, watching movies, reading, so I like to sleep in. When in reality, I probably don't sleep that much more than I do during the week, but it feels like me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just because the hours shift. Yeah. So, um, okay. Next one. What does your perfect day look like? Perfect day. <laughs> like not working. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My perfect day, I would wake up, not work, go get some coffee, go shopping. Because I'm if I'm spending money, I'm happy. Um, maybe clean up the house a little bit. Yeah, read a book. Take a nap. Days that I get a nap are like, oh, best days. Just and like have just pre-made have snacks and munchies already. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um. Which three famous people would you want to meet, dead or alive? Oh. <laughs> That's hard. I'm just gonna go strictly like celebrities. I'm going to say Elvis Presley. That's a good one. Princess Diana. That's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Third one. Man, that's a tough one, a third one. Famous person, famous person. Oh, dead or alive? Okay, let's go with Tom Cruise. <laughs> you got to. You got to, right? Yeah, I have to. It's my chance. <laughs> Those are probably stupidly shallow. I don't care. <laughs> that are yours. Yeah, it's your choices. Yeah. <sighs> so I'd probably go with, okay, okay. Okay. Betty White. Oh, yeah. Good one. Good one. It's going to be a fun time with her. Oh, absolutely. No, scratch Seth Rogen. Willie Nelson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You're going to have... That's like the best party ever, those two together. Right? Betty White, (laughs) Willie Nelson. Okay, let's see. Who's the third? Who's the third? I'm probably going to have to say Barack Obama. Oh, that is a good one. He would just be, like, so nice and positive. He'd be like, Lacey, this dinner you made is just excellent. <laughs> I just, I would just like that calm, intellectual conversation that I feel like he would provide. His voice is so soothing to me. Yes, it is. Like, I really want to read his book, but I heard, because he narrates the audio book, mm. and I'm like, I really want to listen to the book because I think it would just be, I don't know. I don't want to fall asleep though. It's just so relaxing. <laughs> it's like Morgan Freeman's voice. You just want to listen to it. That's also why I want to listen to Matthew McConaughey's book because of his voice. I find his voice very soothing as well. Yes. 
something about those are good choices um do you think I feel like if I was around Betty White and Willie Nelson, I'd be like on grandparent alert, like making sure, like, oh my god, don't fall, oh my god, are you okay? You no. know what I mean? Like, because they're super old. Yeah, but if we could, if we could pick anybody dead or alive, I'm assuming we could pick them from like certain time frames, you know? Oh, uh, so you don't want them old? You want them at a different time? Right. Well, you know where Willie Nelson can actually partake in <laughs> party activities. Not Do like, you think he's not partying right now? Oh, no. He's definitely he partying, but, <laughs> you know, where he's not choking for an hour before I can talk to him. <laughs> See, do you think Willie Nelson still parties? He said, absolutely. Let's see how yeah, old he is. Definitely. He's in his 80s, I think. I know Betty White's, like, late 90s, I believe. Willie Nelson is 87. He has a what? Oh, Lacey would love that. He has a poker house. Yeah. In Hawaii. Bro, can I come? <laughs> Some of that Maui Waui too? <laughs> <laughs> Betty, oh my God, Betty White is 99. Yeah, I knew she was late 90s. Every time I see a news story pop up with her, my heart stops because I'm like, oh my God, oh my she's I'm like, not Betty White. <laughs> Don't you take her from us. Okay. Um, what kind of music do you like to listen to? Everything. I legit listen to everything. <laughs> okay. If you had to pick, who's your favorite band? Mm, I don't know that I have one because I really don't just listen to one person over everybody else. You said the Spice Girls. <laughs> Look. Look. They were forever be in the Hall of Fame, just like the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Those are automatics. They sold them. You you joke. Everyone jokes. But, like, we were watching The Masked Singer, and Nick Carter was on it, which I knew it was him. He was the pink crocodile. It was clearly him from the get-go. I know those high notes that he hit. So when he unmasked, Robin Thicke said, you know, this guy has played in the biggest arenas in the world. And I'm like, you know, they get so discredited for being like pop acts, but that is true. They've played the biggest venues in the world. Yeah. They've played Several two the biggest audiences in the world. They have sold hundreds of millions of records back in the day when people bought albums. Like, it's, that was back they're the day. super successful. Yeah. And I just don't think they should be discredited for being like a pop act. Except in sync. Fuck in sync. Fuck them. <laughs> bye bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Lacey hate in sync. I'm sorry. Um so you don't have a like okay, well what song could you listen to over and over again if you don't have a favorite band? Oh, see, that one's hard, too, because I really do like a lot of music. I've always loved music. I was, like, downloading every song I could download on LimeWire back when LimeWire was the thing. Me, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, my favorite band is Muse. I love Muse. I like a lot of music. I like a lot of different kind of music. Yeah. I feel like I kind of lean more towards alternative or, like, indie rock. Um, I also love oldies, like classic rock. Oh, yes. But Muse is my favorite, always. And songs that I could listen to over and over again, I will say there are, like, entire albums I could listen to over and over mm -hmm. again. One of them being Muse's album, The Second Law. I think it's their best one, and it really, like, it kind of tells a story, so, like, you've got to listen to it in order. Don't shuffle that shit. And then I really like um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, I'm With You, which is when a new guitar player came on. That CD, I would list. I mean, you can listen to it over and over and over again. Those songs slap. Also, Robin Thicke, you can listen to specifically, not the newer stuff. Steve's giving me a weird look. No, the Money old stuff. Things, the old albums. Yeah, the old Yeah. Stuff. Old stuff, uh, like old stuff. You know, stuff. before she started taking them painkillers. 
Let's see. I can see it in my mind. I just can't think. It's called something else. I can else. hear Bill. I can hear Bill. That was not when he got stayed, Steve. Shut the fuck up. No, no. No, listen. Um, you know, another good CD that you could listen to, CD, I'm so old, um, another good <laughs> album I could listen to over and over again is Craig David, like his, I think it's his debut album, yeah, Born to Do It, that, that's a really good album, you can put all the songs just over and over and over again, so, yeah, I'm kind of eclectic like that. Same. Mine really depends on my mood. Me too. Me too. I have playlists like for everything on Spotify. Yeah. Like if I'm tired or mad or sad or working out or cleaning or same. When That's people why it's come really over, it's hard for me to pick because it mm-hmm. depends on the day. Yeah, I agree. Um, do you have any hidden talents? Hidden talents. Uh, I mean, I can sound like Chewbacca. Apparently, I can sound. Oh my God, do it, do it! <laughs> no, it's so embarrassing, though. <laughs> I've never heard you do this. That's why I want to hear it. <laughs> okay, who told you this? I've done it for the boys that I play games with. <laughs> okay, did you do like the growling, or did you do like? Like, what did you do? Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. You do sound like Chewbacca. She <laughs> <laughs> sounded she did, like, so good. And that's not because I'm a little tipsy right now. Like, she legit really did it good. So, fun fact, my little sister, who is, like, six feet tall, her nickname is Chewbacca because she has, like, hair down to her butt. And uh, I think Lacey and I used to do that to her face all the time. Like the Chewbacca girl. That's probably how I knew how to do it. That's how you perfected it. I can also (laughs) sound like, um, I think it's Kyle's sister in South Park. Shelly. She said she can do Shelly from South Park. Kyle. <laughs> oh. Well, so you can do voices, basically. I can, yeah, I can mimic voices. That's I can do it singing guy. sometimes too, but it's harder a little. Uh, um, that's my hidden talent. Sorry. I don't have any <laughs> talent. I don't have any talent. <laughs> I uh. Yeah, there's really nothing. of all trades. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, dude, there's like nothing that I'm good at or talented. I'm really good at eating. <laughs> I think we're all really good at eating. <laughs> Speaking of eating, what is your favorite food? Oh. I'm going to have to go with Mexican food. Yes, me too. Me too. It's, it was a tie between Italian and Mexican, but I've been eating a lot more Mexican lately. We say Mexican food, but it's Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex, yeah. Oh, gosh, it's so good. Like, cheese on everything, and everything is spicy with salsa and Chili con carne sauces yeah. and, oh. and tacos, burritos. Tahitis. I don't know. Technically, it's not Mexican. It's Salvadorian, but who says? Mm. Oh, I've never tried those. Oh, they are so good. Like, what's in it? What is it? Whatever you want. I used to go to this place down in Hood. <laughs> this little pupuseria. And I would get... Uh, chicken and cheese but they had everything they had bean they had beef and cheese they had you know just cheese they would have veggie they had everything you know i will say that some of the best tacos i've ever had came from a gas station like 
they cooked them on a flat top. Like it wasn't like a restaurant. It was just, it, they were gas station tacos. Mm-hmm. I still think about those tacos sometimes. They're so good. And, um, the gas station is not that far. <laughs> I've never been back. I don't know why I need to go back. There used to be like a line out the freaking door. Is it that place that Shia LaBeouf stopped when he came passing through? No. <laughs> okay. No. It's you know not. which place I'm talking about, though, don't you? Yes. Um, Steve, what's the gas station taco that Shia LaBeouf stopped at? You know, it's the real famous one. Off of 80. Well, he well, there's one there's one in Dallas, but he went to the one in Mesquite. Yes, Fuel City Tacos. Yes, I've never tried Fuel City Tacos. I have um, not either. Uh, have you tried them, Steve? Are they good? I think so. They're good. Like, what's so good about them? It's like the tacos, bro. <laughs> That's like, not good about why tacos. would I love us stop there? But it's also a gas station too, right? Like fuel, okay. and it's 24 hours. <laughs> so, Lacey, we should um, we should get those when we're recording again, oh. and have a little Shia LaBeouf Fuel City Taco Party. Oh, I'm good. What was he doing in Mesquite, Texas? That's the biggest. No, part. he was somewhere further south with his friends. Like doing some No, he stopped at the one in Mesquite. Yeah, because he was going back out. He was coming back from the oh. from South Texas somewhere. Oh, so he was just traveling through. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, I gotcha. Um, if you could live in a different decade, which would you choose? Oh, I'm going to the seventies, baby. <sighs> I would have to say eighties. Oh, I'd be living in the 80s if I was back in the 70s. But, like, okay, let's say you're prime, like, you're 20. Where would you want to be 20? 70s. Why? See, that way I would still be in my prime in the 80s because I'd be in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just really like the music. Like, I'm really hippie-ish. I don't know. I just think I would Yeah. Be in the 70s. The 70s would be cool. Um, I don't know. I I I, I kind of like the fifties too. Oh yeah, I just didn't. I, I don't think I would. I would jive with the racism. No, no, absolutely not. That would be um, no. I would not like that. I mean, I think I have to take that into account because if we're talking true historically, that I couldn't do it. But everything else about the fifties, I would have loved. Yeah. Um. I always joke with Steve that I would like to um I'll I would like to not work and him just go to work and then I'll just have like dinner ready for him. <laughs> and you know like uh <laughs> yeah. back then either. So like <laughs> so I would say late seventies, eighties for me. Oh yeah. That'd be a good one. Okay. William sent in some questions. So, what is y'all's favorite guilty pleasure book? Mm. Anything smut. <laughs> Good one. Anything um, smut. <laughs> um, so, I exclusively try to read smut on my Kindle now. Mm-hmm. Because someone loaned me a copy of Grey. The, you know, the Fifty Shades from Christian's point of view. And so I was reading it on my lunch break in the break room, and one of my work friends was like, you're reading that at work? And I was like, I didn't even really think about it like that. I was just thinking, like, I like to read during my lunch, and that's, like, what I was reading at the time. So I didn't think about it being, like, a smut book (laughs) to work. I I always read during my breaks at work because it's how I, like, kind of decompress and actually take a break. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I got really embarrassed by that and then never took it back to work. And so now I only read that stuff on my Kindle so no one knows what I'm reading. Um, my favorite guilty pleasure is the Meg series by Steve Olsen. 
Although, although I don't know why I feel guilty about them because they're really good books. Um, he does like really good scientific research to say like this. So yeah, it's about like prehistoric creatures that are quote unquote air quote extinct boink boink probably not um but he does he puts all this science in there to explain like how it's possible which i really enjoy so that's why they're my favorite and i think everyone should read them and i'm about to start his other series called the lock about the Loch Ness monster Ooh. i mean dude do you know how freaking deep the ocean is like we know more about yeah than we do the deepest part of our ocean we don't know what the fuck is down there no no i'm also i mean so like ya is a guilty pleasure as well yes ya is a guilty pleasure and i do feel guilty reading it because i feel like people are like but you're an old you're reader. too old yeah exactly look, i feel like a teenager okay <laughs> but in reality a lot of ya books are just clean you know, like yeah. non sensual books. So well, I hate that they give lately. I'm surprised that they are YA. Like what? I don't remember what it was. I would have to I think it was one that we read that we were like, This is YA. Well no, I think now that you say that, I do remember us being like shocked. Hold up, let me look at our list. I do remember us being shocked. Like, I can't believe that. I remember Clown in a Cornfield was YA, but I think there was also another one. Okay, let's see. Let me go back. It's loading. Um, so I'm looking at our book. I don't. Come before dark. Southern Book Club thing. Amia Ola. Luster. Before she was home. Practical Magic. I think it was Clown in a Cornfield. We Clown were in a Cornfield that. was, but I think there was also something else. I Maybe not. I think we were saying that because of the, um, like, violence. Maybe I mean, so. I enjoyed. Oh, yeah. I put that in a YA book. I'm not. Su- I'm surprised they. The publisher is marketing it as a YA book. Maybe that's what it's like. Like a, like a, like a high school slasher movie. Those are rated R. Those are not geared towards like younger adults. Like no. this book is being geared towards. So maybe that's what we were saying. Um, William also asked, not your favorite book overall, but one you're embarrassed by, but love it anyway. Oh, maybe that was the same question he was just elaborating. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, Steve sent in some questions. What's your favorite book you've read for the podcast? Oh, Touch of Darkness. In the holidays. in a holiday. I think A Touch of Darkness was my, like, very favorite. Yeah, I would have to say A Touch of Darkness is my favorite, too. Um, what do you like to do for fun besides reading? Uh, I garden. A vegetable garden. Trying to cacti garden. and not going too well. But... <laughs> <laughs> better, better. Uh <laughs> Video games, clean, you know, adult things. <laughs> I like to shop. If I'm spending money, I am happy. Steve is rolling his eyes and shaking his head yes because it is the truth. Um, yeah. I like to oh, eat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like to clean and organize. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up, Steve. Okay, buy more to organize again. Okay, Steve. <laughs> I told him, why don't you tell me what I like to do then? <laughs> I'm he said, be on Instagram. <laughs> Luke, 
I do love to sleep. I love laying in my bed. I love that feeling when you first get into bed. I love sleeping. Um, I also like just sitting around drinking, like shooting the shit with like cool, like my family or my friends. Yeah. I miss that. Or like taking the dog to the dog park or something. I enjoy that. Playing poker. I miss playing poker all the time. I want you to teach me how to play poker. Oh, duh. Why wow, you say it like that? <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> Why? She goes, oh, God. No, I said done. I said, oh, done. Oh, she said done. I thought she goes, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's your least favorite book you've ever read? Oh, Luster. It's still I'm going to go with this one that I, because I didn't finish it, it was called Infinite Country, and it's like Reese's Book Club pick right now, but some, they did something to an animal, and I just, like, stopped reading it. Like, why do you even have to put, why do you got to put that shit in there? Like, just stop. Ugh. Um, Steve also asked, <laughs> why didn't you like producer Steve's favorite book, Stranger in a Strange Land? <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you're not the producer anymore. We have given that job to Aiden because Aiden actually contributes and helped me set up my mic stand and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so funny story. On our second date, I met Steve at, I think we were going to Torchy's Tacos and he was already there and I got there and like in the seat next to him was a book and I was like, whoa, did you like think I was going to be late or something? And he said, no, I brought this book for you. It's my favorite book. And I have like three copies of it. And I, I know that you like to read and I wanted you to read it. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to marry you. Because you're speaking my love language. Book. But um, so for the longest time, I told him that I had read it, but I actually did not read it. I started to read it. And then I just like couldn't get into it. I don't remember specifically why. If you want me to, I'll try to read it again. But I just, it's a super old book. Like, when did it come out? It came out in, like, the 60s. It's like a 60s sci-fi novel. We could totally do it one week. No, dude. I am not putting it on our (laughs) (laughs) Steve also asked, if you could turn any book into a J.J. Abrams movie, what book would you pick? That's very specific. It's hard because it's got to be action packed. Yeah, and I mean, JJ really likes the sci fi, so. Yeah. It's got to be a sci fi one. Um, I'm going to say, okay, so they, they did this as a young adult series. It didn't turn out well. I would like to see it redone. I'm going to say the Sword of Shannara series by Terry Brooks. Okay. What is that about? It's mystical. <laughs> it's about a whole, whole bunch of whole bunch of things, druids and every kind of thing. He's got like this whole long series. Okay. So I mean, I feel like that would be a little different for Jage. I feel like he could do it because you know he usually does like space shit. Well, yeah. he did. I don't. I feel like it has to be really action packed, and we just don't really read action packed books. I don't think. Um, I'm trying to think of something. I feel like it would have to be like who's who's the author that does the Alex Cross novels, like James Patterson. It would have to be like a James Patterson novel or somebody, you know, kind of like that. Yeah, you know, he would do the Meg series really good because the one that they put out was bullshit he could do the meg really good um he could probably also do maybe like the lord of the flies like a current day lord of the flies or something fuck that book we don't need no (laughs) fuck that um no we need something action or like you said sci-fi but i feel like they've all been done you know, there is this book um, by Blake Krauts called Dark Matter. I feel like J.J. Abrams could make the fuck out of that book. That book is so good. It's so underrated. 
it's so sci-fi. It's about this dude who like makes this box. I'm totally simplifying it. It's 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 more complex than that. But he makes this box where you can like travel to alternate or parallel worlds. And um, a guy, so the him from another world comes into his world and shoves him in the box back to his world to take over his life. So he has to figure out how to re he has to recreate this box because the him to get back it was like a one-way kind of thing he has to figure out how to get back and then he has to go to all these other places to try to find the right one where he came from because the device that he made is not as sophisticated because he didn't have like the same materials bro it's a fucking good book Mm -hmm. you should definitely read it and jj abrams would make the fuck out of that book that sounds like he could yeah boom there's my answer steve (laughs) well um those are all the questions that I have, Lacey. Did you have any that you would like to add? Who are your book boyfriends? Who's oh, the boyfriend? my God. We, we may need more time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go first. You go first. I don't have many. I don't have many, but I have a few. Like, I was always obsessed with Eric from the Sookie Sackhouse series. Okay. Yeah. I am obsessed with Hades in A Touch yeah. of Darkness and in the Goddess yeah. Test series. Like, I don't know. I just love yes. Hades. Me too. I don't know what. And they're so, they're very different characters. Very different. Very different Hades. But I, yes, I was drawn to both of them. I agree. I also love, I don't remember the guy's name because I haven't read it in a long time. I have it down there. I need to reread it. It's also one of my favorite rereads. Uh, the main guy character in the Hardwire series. It's a smutty most series mm. okay is that it um I mean I've got an attachment to four from Divergent yes and you also have a Dauntless tattoo I do I do and I think I think that's about it I mean of course of course I have to say the Twilight one don't I used to be Edward I think currently it's Jacob <laughs> Okay, let me go back to Edward eventually. Are you team Team Peter or Team Gail? Oh, from the Hunger Games, I'm 100% Team Peter. Steve's shaking his head. What are you, Team Gail? Yeah, I think I'm Gail too because I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, but that's, like, after all this other stuff happened. Had things gone differently, that probably wouldn't have happened. I think that the reason Suzanne Collins gives at the end for why she was with PETA is absolutely perfect because she said Gail was too much like her. Yeah. And there was fire, and she needed PETA to kind of level it out. And Well, and PETA had always given her just unconditional love. Yes. Exactly. And put her above everything. Do you think Gail would have put her above anything? Definitely not the war. Absolutely no. not. He was all about that shit. That really changed him. So I think Peter was the best choice for her. Absolutely. But see, I never really I never really had too much of a connection to either one. Like I chose Gail over Peter just because I don't know. Gail is the, the tall, actor. dark, mysterious. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> tall, dark, mysterious, and hello. I get that. Um, my book boyfriends, I have many, but like you said, Hades, them both. Um, Al Speed, of course, from a True Blood series. Oh. I'm always, I'm a dog person, so I'm a wolf girl. <laughs> Steve's rolling his fucking eyes Um, other book boyfriends would include. Oh gosh. I'm trying to think. Beckett Pierce from the Blue Moon series. Love him. Um, so there's like three brothers and he's the middle brother. I don't know why I just feel so connected to him. I just love him. Um, I guess because he's like the town mayor and the lawyer and I just aspire to be like the first lady of something. Cause then I could be like the first lady of Blue. <laughs> <laughs> in his head um other book boyfriends 
you know, I didn't really like any of the things in Divergent, so I wasn't like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm Team Sansa. Um, yeah, cool, like, yeah, I mean, because no one else is really likable, the dudes in that book. Um, her brother kind of betrays her, and the other dude's a dick until, like, the end or whatever. Mm, I like the dudes in In a Holiday. Oh, um, yes. Alfie's a big one. He's definitely a big one. And then, like, I was in love with him before I saw who they cast as him, which is... Oh, really yeah. It's perfect ever. casting. Absolutely perfect. But, yeah, those are mine. Boom. Well, I don't have any more questions, do you? No. All right, guys. Well, we're reading Midnight Library by Matt Haig, which I have to start tonight. I have not started. Have you started I- it? Yes, I've already started. I'm almost 100 pages in. Oh, my God. Is it good? It's good. Everyone on Instagram is like, oh, my God. So, like, the people that have read it, they're like, oh, my God, it's so good. You're going to love it. Um, Actually, funny story. Let me see who said it. Cause it's from the Desperate Bookwives, but they both um, get onto the social media. So, let me see who told me that. Savannah. She said, oh, my God, I ended up staying up late to finish it. I'm obsessed. Like, I think she read it in, like, one night. <laughs> I can't do that. I wish so, I had a time to do that, but I can't. But it is really good. It's it's quick. I am. Um, you guys are really building it up. So I'm hoping it's as good as you guys are I'm hoping it, it ends as well as its beginning is, is what I'll do. Oh, doing. gosh. Okay. Well, this is Kelly Sick at Booked Bandit. So we're doing a listener read. So if you want to be um, considered to pick a book for us, you can email us. Shootbookworms1podcast at gmail.com. Send us a DM on Instagram. We're at Shootbookworms1podcast. Or if you guys miss the voting, we can bring the voting back. Like whatever y'all want to do. Or if you want to submit a book, whatever you want, let us know. But that's all I got. Bye, guys. Bye. Little, say bye.